0: What's going on, everybody? Greatness, 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 and more, 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 more glory be unto the Most High God. The Most High God, Yahweh, the Father, Abba. More glory to him. More glory. More glory. More glory. Do y'all dig me? <laughs> I got my uh, wife next to me as a special guest. She's going to state her name.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Shirley Whitmore. Glad to tie into the podcast with my husband. Thank you all for having me.
0: Do that sound like it's really convincing? Do it really sound convincing? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Say so, uh, Say <laughs> All right. All right. Praise God. Praise God. We're grateful of having ourselves here at this moment to be able to share this message. And the message is supposed to be a continuation of the other um, episodes, which was um, about uh, being free becoming free. And I know the previous, the first message, if anybody don't know about it, it was on a level of me exposing myself and exposing different things too as well to help to lead people and encourage people into a direction of becoming more free and to knock out the shame and the guilt inside their lives, you know, inside their lives so that they can have God's presence ushering in more within them. And, you know, not only just that, but they can become even more blessed. You know, so praise God on that. Um, Not only just that, but the second episode, it was in reference towards um, being free. You know, um, you know, um, breaking things down from um, Matthew chapter 18 and verse uh, 21 and 22 and what uh, Peter, when Peter and Yahweh was talking, you know, so that if anybody don't know, it was a beautiful message. Um, go back into that episode and allow it to marinate but this episode this episode this episode is going to be mainly about being becoming more free but at the same time just a little more maybe in a different angle you know but it's still going to be about becoming free All right. So, first thing first, I, I always make this known, and, you know, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 29, that no flesh should glory in his presence. Why do I say that? It's because when two or more gather up in his name, he is what? There in the midst. He is what? There in the midst. He is what? There in the midst. He is what? In he is there in the midst. So, that's also something that is beautiful. So, the flesh should not glory in itself, you know what I'm saying, when it comes down to ushering in the presence of God through His Word. Did y'all catch that? Ushering in the presence of God, the Father, within the Holy Spirit, through His Word. Oh, how beautiful is that? We already know who the Word is. But here we go. The thing is now, um, as we are coming together in his name, we are now getting ready to step into Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 5. And there is a reason why I'm sharing this is because I want us to get a little more clarity on what the message is really coming out to be when it comes down to becoming free. Still, you know. It's on forgiveness, but, you know, but go ahead.
1: Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him.
0: Okay, so if we put our trust in God, if we put our trust in what the Most High is establishing, if we put our trust through his word, In the faith. He's going to deal with everything. As far as being a shield unto us. The reason why I'm sharing that is because when it comes down to trust. Trust is something that's very, very important. Especially when it comes down to the faith. Faith in the Paleo-Hebrew context is... Um, if you look at it, it consists of three um, different categories and one is obedience which a lot of people struggle with because of the flesh I can testify to that, I was one of those individuals and trust and believe it is a fight but that's why we're supposed to uh, fight the good fight you fight for what is right fight for what is right Modify the deeds of the flesh Don't leave no room for the enemy to step in and to uh, uh, cause you to be vexed in your spirit where the power, meaning that authority and what God is creating in you to be covered up because of sin. Okay. Because never forget, Jehovah Shah made it known. He have not came for the righteous. He came for the sinners to lead them towards repentance. And if we can fast forward, after he ascended, he said, for I have done, before he ascended, he said, for I have done good works and you should do greater. Hear that out. He said, for I have done good works and you shall do greater. He's saying you shall do greater. You hear that? So we shall do greater. All praises. So he's a shield unto them that trust him. So the faith is consist of obedience, trust and believing. Look at her, she quick to say it. Look at her. and believing. <laughs> so is tr- is trust, believing and obedience. That's faith. OK, so another thing, because what helps to strengthen our faith is his word. So how do we know that? Because the beginning of the context in Proverbs chapter 30 and verse five, it said every word of God is pure. Every word of God is pure. So the thing is, is that by every word of God, every word of God, by every word of God being pure, if we apply this in our lives and allow this to rest within our hearts, don't you believe Don't you believe some things that are of darkness will have to be evicted out your life because you are making a decision to be free and to not carry yourself on doing the same thing that you were doing before or allowing these spirits, these unclean spirits to rule over your life? That's what I was saying to myself. I do not want these unclean spirits ruling over my life because what God has done inside the beginning, he has gave mankind something that was so precious and it was dominion over everything. Everything. The fowls of the air, the beasts of the field, and the fish in the sea, the waters. He gave them everything. He even gave man authority over death. All man had to do was be obedient. Hallelujah. So dig that. And if many not understand it, I'll share that at another time. Okay. So every word of God is pure. So the thing is, you begin to see how every word of God is pure because God will begin to move in your life when you allow him to do what he needs to do in your life. So that he can gain the glory. And how can I confirm this? Matthew chapter 5 and verse 8. Okay. Matthew chapter 5. And verse 8. Okay. place sweet. Matthew chapter 5.
1: Blessed are the pure in heart. For they shall see God.
0: It states in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. So if every word of God is pure and is stating and that was in Proverbs chapter 30 and verse five and in Matthew chapter five and verse eight is saying that, you know, um, that um, blessed are the pure in heart. So it takes the only way a heart can be pure is when a heart is, re- is open to receive the word of God and allow the word of God to rest in there and stay in there. That's the only way that heart can be pure. And then it states afterwards. Hold on. Yeah, then it states afterwards, for they shall see God. So many want to see God move in their lives. Many want to see God heal them. Many want to see God free them. Many want to see God do the unthinkable, the unpredictable, the unimaginable, just the impossible. We want to see God, right? We have to become more pure in heart. So we can say we're pure in heart, but we ain't pure in heart until we actually break free fully. It's a battle. Even of those who speak now of themselves being free, they are not free. One thing that I'll never forget that my cousin had said to me, she said, if we all were so righteous, right? Why are we still here? Even unt- when I took that in, I, t- I didn't take it in the way like, oh, she trying to play me. I took it in the way as in like, dang, you know what? She was really breaking something down that made a lot of sense. That right there can go towards every person that's ministering the word of God. That can go towards any and everybody. Because if that's the case, we so much uh, uh, up in the spirit with God and this and that and the third, then why are we still here? Because there are works that are needed to be done, not only outside of us, it's inside of us. It starts with inside of us. The scriptures had stated that ministry starts at home. What is ministry? Ministry is the gospel. The gospel is something that is given to us only by the Lord, meaning only by God's word. And honestly, it is not our ministry. It's his ministry through us. Oh, hallelujah. Many has to really say that because there's a lot of my ministries that's been going along in words, but I'm not here to bash people. I'm not here to be talking about the next person. I'm here to expose myself because I was one of those people, my ministry. And it did not work. And it actually did not feel good. So it's God's ministry. It's the work. It's the work of God's ministry. It's his glory. Not mine, because if I'm saying it's mine's and everything is going good, then that's me trying to partake in His glory. God is a God that do not share His glory. Mm. Many have forgot about that. God does not share His glory. So, and plus, many can see that too. Also, inside John, I believe John chapter twelve and verse forty-four. When, in, when you know, um, Yahweh Shah was speaking, and he was making it known as far as um, whatever the Father tells him to speak, he speaks. And whatever the Father tells him to say, he says. He have not came to do of his own will. You know, I mean, to, he have not came to do... Let me go into it, because I don't want to get it wrong. I'm just paraphrasing it. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, um, you know, John john chapter 12 and verse no my, my fault salakia john chapter 12 and verse 49 it says, this is uh this is yahweh speaking the christ he's speaking he said for i have not spoken of myself but the, but the father which sent me making it known i'm only speaking of the father he gave me a commandment what i should say and what i should speak what does that sound like He's making it known that, hey, everything that I am saying to you is all of what the, the Father is bringing, through, uh, bringing to me through the Holy Spirit. You see? So many kind of like in a way skip over that and they kind of go about it in a way that's in a worldly way. And this is why you have to go into scriptures yourself and you have to meditate day and night and understand the Old Testament too as well. As the new. And don't just read the New Testament. And deny the old. Or just take bits and pieces from the old. And just go with the new. No. You have to take the whole book as a whole. You can't just take whatever you want out of it. That right there is demonic. That right there is of the devil. That's a deceiver. So. In. First uh, Corinthians. Corinthians. So i'm speaking in a way as in many want to see god moving in a life in first corinthians chapter 13 and verse 11. um first corinthians chapter 13 and verse 11. of course we
1: when i was a child i spake as a child i understand as a child i thought as a child but when i became a man I put away childish things.
0: So what was being said right here was on a level. This what was being said right here was on a level of exposing um, those who have an adolescent mindset and those who has a mature mindset. So those who have an adolescent mindset, it's hard for them to move forward because um, of themselves being stuck in their ways. But he's encouraging us as believers here to push those, push those ways to the side, cast them away, mortify the flesh, cast that away. It's time to grow up. It's time to get ourselves in position to do the work of the Lord. We put away those childish things, meaning the way as a child think, and we mature, which is only within the spirit and become who God has destined for us in becoming. Because we can't glorify God if we lean on our own understanding, which is childish. But to acknowledge him in all his ways, through his word, that's how you'll be able to mature. Because now you're open to the spirit of God and adapting to his way of what is living. Hallelujah. So now I'm jumping over to Matthew's chapter 18, because yesterday I was in Matthew chapter 18 and verse 21 and 22, but this time I'm going to go from verse 23 through 35, because this is something that's, like I said, it's a continuation, but it's beautiful. Okay. Matthew's chapter, uh, tw- uh, chapter 18, starting at verse 23 and working down to 35 okay go ahead sweet
1: therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king which would take account of his servants Mm -hmm. and when he had begun to reckon one was brought unto him which owed him ten thousand talents Mm -hmm. but For so much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold and his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me and I will pay thee all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and loosed him. And forgave him the debt. But the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants which owed him an hundred, an, an hundred pence. And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me that thou owest. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison, till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry, and came and told unto their lord all that was done. Then his lord, after that he had called him, said unto him, O thou wicked servant, I for gave thee all that thou, that duck because thou desirest me, shouldst not thou also have had compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I had pity on thee? And his Lord was wroth, and delivered him to the tormentors, so he should pay all that was due unto him. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you. If ye from your hearts forgive not everyone, his brother, their trespasses, Transgressions.
0: Hallelujah. Thank you so much, sweetheart. Now, that whole part right there, right? If you could see a king um, um, is in position and he has a fellow servant that owes him money. Well, let's just say he owes him money. And he's he, this king is making like, you know what? His wife, his children, everybody, all of what he possessed, basically give it away until his debt is clear, right? And so, 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 his, um, you know, his, uh, he just fell down. And when he fell down, you know, he basically was, uh, in a way of begging him and he, 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 he was begging him and was making it known like, look, I, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, give me time. And he forgave him of his debt. Basically had it in a way as in like, you know what? Go ahead. I'm not even going to have myself to waste my time and wait and wait for you to give me this and give me that. I'm not even going to have myself in position to do that. You know, I forgive you. Go ahead. So now somebody owed his fellow servant Who is a fellow servant to his fellow servant And he didn't even have no compassion on him You know So you know And the story goes on you know As far as you know Letting it be known Basically if we fail to forgive others Especially of our own people The way Yahweh talking about the father Forgave us We are honestly out of alignment with God's heart We put ourselves In place of disagreeing with the Lord's way of forgiveness. And follow Satan's way. Of forgiveness. Which is to walk in the flesh. But remember this. Unforgiveness. It actually hinders our prayers. It really hinders our prayers. So you know. We want to get ourselves in an alignment. Of freeing ourselves. By not. Just forgiving others, I guess it's more so also forgiving ourselves. Some things, you know, we hold on to that we're shameful about or guilty about. And that eats us away more than what we do to us. Other- I mean, what others had done to us, like, you know, in some cases, but more so, you know, as I see it, we all have ourselves in position to have this stronghold on us where the enemy who is in spirit is able to latch himself onto us due to what we're comfortable with and we're not educated on these matters. So when we let go of everything and we put our hearts, well, we open up our hearts and we lay everything on the altar of God, we let God pick what is what, what what belongs in our lives regardless of us not liking it or not and we allow God to do what he says he needs for us to do and through us you know what I'm saying so I'm gonna just go right into a prayer you know because I really want us to um know what it means Not only to forgive others, but to also know how to forgive ourselves, you know. So let me get into a prayer. I thank you so much, Father God, for this moment. I thank you for everything and what you are doing. I know you hear what I am saying right now at this very moment while being in secret with my wife, who is my body. Thank you for everything, everything. I thank you for all of what you are, what you have shared with me, my wife, and the listener to this podcast. I ask of you to touch each and every single one of them, even us, from the crowns of our heads to the soles of our feet. Empty us out if it's necessary. Rebuild what is needed to be rebuilt. Help us to raise our arms up in the midst of any battles we face. And we are able to proclaim the victory for you. Just as Moses was at the mountaintop right, al- right along with Aaron and her. As the Israelites who are our ancestors was in battle. Lord God, against the Philistines, Lord God, let let us be like that in every situation in our lives. First, starting within ourselves, because ministry starts home and home is in heart. Let everything that is not like you be evicted out of our lives. Let you fill in place what is needed so that we can move forward and glorify you in a mighty way. So it's less of us and more of you. Please, Father God, please remove anything that is of bitterness or resentment or anything else that is not like you that is of hindrances in our lives. Immediately, let your power, your glory, and all of what is of your essence, which is beyond miracles, which is of abundance, overflow in our lives at this very moment and bless your holy name in the process. Help us to forgive those that owe us and may those who we owe, they forgive us. Wipe all the debts clean when it comes down to us, but more so help us to wipe the debts clean to those that owe us or that have done us wrongfully. Anything that we have within ourselves that is of hurt I ask of you to please heal us and if we're not open to you healing us I ask of you to please show us the way to be open bless your holy name father God in all that is being done and continue on delivering us from every temptation unless it is in your will for ourselves to experience a temptation But ourselves being able to overcome it And not falling into it Then so be it But let you gain the glory The honor and the praises Father As we are presenting ourselves Unto you in this prayer In the name of our Lord Who we know as Shah Wash us clean Please wash us clean and bless your holy name. Amen. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us in this podcast. Um, I know, you know, it was kind of like sudden with my wife, you know, so I kind of like include her into it as far as like reading the scriptures as I, you know, had myself in position to, you know, share what the Lord has put in my heart to share. And bless your holy name Father God for this moment again and again that's all I have within me Barakatah unto y'all meaning bless you um for those who are listening and may God continue on in an abundant way in helping you to become more delivered and you having the knowledge wisdom and understanding to overcome all of what you may thought to yourself you could not overcome Shalom (laughs) Shalom. Alright. <laughs> <laughs>